ESPN Kansas City presents Golf Underground, powered by Mariner Wealth Advisors, helping you navigate your financial future. Welcome to Golf Underground ESPN Radio back in studio. Sully and Wardo. Wardo, you, you took yet another Monday off last week. You were on the Charity World Golf Tour uh, oh. last week, Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, you know, it was fun. We actually supported Kevin Timmons, puts on a, the owner of Nick and Jake's, puts on a great tournament every year that benefits uh, mainly Children's Mercy. And he called about three weeks ago. He was in a jam. He had, he had lost David Faraday as one of the... Uh, kind of co-presenters with Tom Watson. So we ended up getting George Brett to go out and do a pretty good clinic. Um, there was a lot of humor in that. And then they auctioned off. I think they raised $800,000 in one day. So wow, pretty cool. That's nice. So what, what happened to Faraday? He's a regular for this deal, isn't he? I think Faraday double booked himself. So, um, you know, th- that doesn't surprise me. But supposedly uh, Faraday's wife is now going to take over the booking of that after that mistake. So oh, George isn't a bad... Uh backup right he, he did a great job and he uh he got behind the tournament we had uh we had a uh an eight some so that sure played long but we had a blast doing it two-man scramble that's awesome you know i was um channel surfing after a very long slash hungover um we're talking about college visits mr gogol <laughs> i did the uh, missouri homecoming weekend i'm not a tiger so don't you KU boys beat down on me but i did marry a tiger because she was a really good kisser and um so we took my daughter who's a senior in high school to um to, out to Mizzou, and I came back, and I was sitting on the couch, flicking the channels, and sure enough, there was George being interviewed by Dan Patrick. Did you ever see that interview? I don't know if I did. It was I fantastic. He was tearing up. Was he? He was telling the exact same stories he t- tells on our show, but he doesn't tear up on our show. <laughs> Dan Patrick is like the Barbara Walters of interviewing. He broke him. <laughs> well, let's get him back in here and break him down some more. Well, maybe we could break our guest today because we are honored in the studio today to have Mr. Matt Gogol. We talk about uh, some of uh, the best golfers um, who have uh, who have graced the uh, the metropolitan area, and two of them are sitting across from me right now. <laughs> no, One is Kevin Ward. Let's be honest with that. We're not putting that in the same category. Well, we are we are pretty pumped because we have another Jayhawk, Matt Gogol, and um, of course uh, you all know Matt if you're a golf fan. You've seen him on uh, well, you used to see him on uh, CBS, now NBC. Uh, great content on the Golf Channel. Um, I mean, it even helps out kind of double-digit handicap guys like me, Matt. That's not just to help guys like well, this. I'm, I'm glad I can help in any way. Uh, <laughs> no, I enjoy it. I, I, I can't believe how much the time's flown by. It's uh, 12 years now I've been doing this. And it was all completely unscripted, and I never saw it coming. I stopped playing at the end of 2006. And at the time, Golf Channel had just been purchased by Comcast. So and they were on the uh, acquisition trail, so to speak. Comcast later then bought fifty forty nine percent to begin with of NBC Universal, and then they came back and bought the other fifty one percent. So anyway, they they called me in March of two thousand and seven and said, "Do you want to do, do some golf?" I said, "What do you have in mind?" They said, "We'd love to have you be a studio host. Come to Orlando on Saturday and Sundays and uh, do the weekend coverage." I said, "Are you you know?" I'm giving up. I, I just stopped playing the tour, so I wouldn't have to travel very much. Now I'm going to be committed to my weekends down in Orlando. So I said, thanks, but no thanks. And they called back again and asked me to to uh, go to the Masters and interview players behind the big uh, the oak tree right there with the clubhouse. Wow. And I said, that sounds interesting, but it's not really something I'm... Damn, you're playing hard to get yeah, here. Yeah, well, I didn't think I'd do this. <laughs> you know, I had a communications degree from Kansas, <laughs> but it didn't have anything to do with broadcast <laughs> communications. So it was, uh, it was a little bit surprising. And then they called back again and said, would... You know, we just now have the Friday, Thursday, Friday package of the PGA Tour. We just got it for the next 15 years. 
And I asked my wife, what do you think? And she says, well, if you don't say yes to this one, they're not going to call again. Yeah, right. And I said, what the hell? I'll go try it. And uh, went out there. And uh, I'll never forget my first term. I was Hartford. They put me on the ground. Uh, I had no idea other than my my Your know, little RV belt pack, the, yeah. little, little belt thing. <laughs> and uh, they said, this is how you talk. You know, switch this button to come on the air. And this is when you want to talk to the producer and go out and find VJ Singh and follow his group. And I thought, well, this is pretty easy. Yeah. And there were only two-hour shows, Thursday and Friday. So it was it was kind of a beginner's one-on-one, but I enjoyed it. And uh, they asked me to do eight more that year. And, uh, and you know, now I'm doing about 18 each year. What, 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 why do you think they called you? How did they know that you may possibly be pretty good at this? The, the president of Comcast that took over this division uh, saw an interview when I was leaving the tour. And rarely do guys leave the tour in their 30s when they're still pretty capable. Yeah. And I had had enough. It had been 14 years. And I, I, I've, my level of play was dropping. And uh, I didn't want to be the kid got, that stays out there and gets run over by the McElroys that were getting ready right. to come on tour. Uh, so I made a really good decision. <laughs> you know, my 280 out there doesn't compare with this 340. So, yeah. But that game has changed, and, and, and it has dramatically changed. And we watch it each year uh, in doing the Golf Channel. And some work, uh, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right now we have the slate. So believe it or not, the tour season just ended about a month and a half ago, right? Tour Championship in Atlanta. That's kind of the culminating event for the FedEx Cup season and the whole point system. And, McElroy, course, won it, but uh, they had two weeks off, and the tour started back up. So we're in week six of the 1920 season. So believe it or not, I mean, it's it's already fully underway, yep. and, and um, I've done three, two of the events, two of the first five, and I have three more coming up. But uh, it, it's it's the thing we talk about more than anything else of the new talent, the new players that keep coming on board each year, is how big and strong and, and, and uh, how far they hit it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Well, let's dive in a little bit. I want to I want to step back and talk a little bit about your playing career, and then I want to dive in more on this PGA Tour wraparound season. But uh, Matt, three-time winner at KU, won the 91 Big 8 Championship, All-American in 93, Kansas Am back-to-back, 92-93, Kansas Open in 95. Um, and one stat that I really love is he he's the only player, or at the time, was the only player to win in Four straight seasons on what is now the Corn Ferry Tour, so pretty pretty good. Six wins on what was back then. I'm guessing the Nike slash Web dot com tour. Um, notably, was it 2001 when you lost to Tiger, and then 02 when you beat Tiger? Correct. It was at, my rookie year was 2000 when I lost. I yeah, I coughed it up so to speak in 2000. Led after 36 in 2001, and then won in 2002. Back up to two when you quote unquote coughed it up. What what happened down the stretch there? Because I, I know there was weather involved. I know there was him going berserk down the stretch. But talk through that. Well, what you're right about weather. It was a Monday finish, and uh, you know now that I I used to be out with the CBS guys quite a bit, and Jim Nance tells a, a good story about the decision make in New York whether they were going to even show that final round because at the time again I'm dating myself here but at the time the money maker was soaps and the, <laughs> what? yeah soaps now you know one life to live what have you <laughs> and so they New York decided to go ahead and air it um, because Tiger was going for a sixth consecutive win in a row and he was like in 16th place 17th place yeah. so I, I didn't honestly I did not even think about Tiger Woods I thought he was too far back and and I got off to an unbelievable start. I think I turned it five under par 
and I checked the leaderboard on 10, and I only wanted my eyes to drop down to see who, who was my next closest pursuer, and it was Vijay Singh and Nota Begay, but they were three behind me. So I never saw even where Woods was. Wow. I had no idea that he was even a contingent, and then he finished four under his last four holes, and I bogeyed three coming in, which ended up being, you know, the deciding factor, one by one, but... It was, uh, it, you know, I had birdie chances on 16, 17, 18 to win. It's not like I coughed it up by throwing it in the ocean on a couple of those holes. Right. It just, uh, you know, he finished strong, and I had a couple slip-ups, like I think on hole 11, 13, and 15. Uh, but other than that, I played played fine. Uh, but, you know, he was Tiger Woods, and he wins for the sixth mm-hmm. straight time, and they actually showed it. And so uh, I guess all the people in New York felt pretty smart about making that decision and losing money for the day. But it was, it was you know, that was only my fourth event on the PGA Tour. So, wow. So uh, it was just the beginning of my career how do you feel after well i felt like i totally blew it you know i usually i close and you mentioned winning on the corn ferry tour i won six times three times we're in a playoff so i always felt like you know get me in position i can make a putt i was a streaky player i wasn't a real consistent player but when i was having a good week my putting was always pretty good if i could have a good week ball strike and then i'd contend but i felt like you know wow you know in fact even tiger came into a little place where we you know signed the scorecards and was trying to cheer me up, and I didn't even turn around. I didn't realize it was his voice. I didn't realize it was him. And, and my caddy says, hey, you know, look, I mean, even Tiger said, you got a ton to be proud of. You're right there. And leaving, I remember leaving uh, the media center and walking out to the car with my wife and caddy and getting all of our stuff put away. And, and uh, you know, the biggest thing a rookie can do is keep his card. And it's hard. I mean, about a third do it. Mm-hmm. So week two on the tour, I was in the final pairing at the Bob Hope Classic on Sunday and shot even par finished like fifth or sixth so week four was this final pairing at pebble beach so i felt okay i know what i need to do on the tour you have to go out and attack you can't just kind of lay back and hope guys falter around you so that was my lesson so after week four uh, really after week you know if it was just pebble beach alone i would have kept my tour card in the first month of the tour which was great so i had to kind of say okay look let's take a step back and Realize look, the rest of the year is you're playing on house's money. So mm-hmm. it was it was it was a good feeling a couple of weeks later, but it was pretty bitter. I'll never forget that night either. It was kind of like getting kicked in the teeth. Obviously, I lose. We're out in California, and KU's ranked number one in basketball, and they play Oklahoma State and get their mm. rears kicked in. <laughs> Roy Williams is still the coach, but I think they lost by thirty. Oh, ranked number one. So I was like, this is a great day. <laughs> Funny you even gave a damn about basketball on that day. You so, just, I mean, it was in the evening. It was, it was over. <laughs> so fast forward, fast forward two years when it's when you're coming down the stretch, you ended up beating fatty, <clears throat> fatty Patty Perez by three shots at uh, an O two. What did you What did you draw from coming down the stretch two years later? Well, I remember the day was it was sunny, but it was cool and windy. I mean, it was probably 55 degrees and blowing about 20. So it was really tough, tough uh, scoring conditions. I think I was the only guy to break 70 in the last four or five groups. Uh, I played just flawless. And I, m- one mistake I made was uh, on 17, I three-putted uh, for a bogey, which uh, right after that, I go over to the tee on 18 and Perez hit it to about two feet on 17 to take a one-shot lead. So I knew I knew I had a birdie 18. So maybe that was kind of a blessing in disguise. It took a little pressure off, but I knew exactly where I stood. And I made birdie. He pumped a couple out of bounds, and mm. you know, I ended up winning by three. Was that this? Was that the same time when he absolutely tomahawked his three? Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I remember he that. Did it on scene. fourteen. He did it on seventeen. <laughs> Sorry, on eighteen. 
uh, Daly sees him the next week. John Daly sees him the next week. Goes over his bag, pulls out a three wood, and snaps it in half. He goes, "That's how you break a club." <laughs> Wait, <laughs> broke his own or Perez's? Perez's. <laughs> Did he really? Oh yeah. But all the equipment guys are right there, so you got to reshaft it that afternoon. But yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So so was that when the most defining moment of your career is that the that that the thing that you will draw from in, in terms of looking at success or. Would you just define your career on the PGA Tour a success? Or? Yeah, I mean, I played seven years unimpeded, never even came close to losing my card. I was a good putter. Um, really usually started off pretty pretty fast. I mean, the tour back then started in January. Now it starts in September. But uh, I love playing on the West Coast. And we started in Hawaii, Hawaii, then uh, three in California and one in Arizona. So I, I always felt like I could get off to a good start, which I normally did. That's awesome. What'd That's you miss awesome. most once it was done? The guys. I mean, it's it's really, you know, the, there's a lot of camaraderie out there. And you see it, and you, you get the old guys. You get the Lanny Watkins, and because I work with Lanny a little bit. And, you know, hear so much from Tom Watson saying this, but, but some of the guys, like, you know, we never stood around and, sh- you know, waited to give bear hugs to the guys we just lost yeah, right, to. right, But you see that today. Oh, yeah. And, and a lot of times those guys back in the 70s are also getting in a car or maybe a plane trying to, get to the next stop these guys are all getting on net jets and flying to oh, yeah. back flying. to home for they're flying, flying together yeah. yeah they're flying together so <laughs> yeah. they're hanging out together but uh but it is uh, you know you travel you, everybody knows it's hard you know you it's hard to get to the tour it's hard to win on the tour but uh you know you you build lifelong relationships and friendships and i have uh you know friends that uh, that will still stay in touch with that are from australia from south africa from england what have you and that, that's kind of the neatest part of traveling the world and having those relationships. Is that part of the reason why you took the gig to go back out there? No, like I said, I I didn't even think about this until they called. And honestly, it was the third time they asked where I even uh, accepted or thought, you know, I mean, I might suck at this. And, and what's interesting is there's not too many guys my age that are doing it. In fact, the toughest thing that they've had to do is start to replace the guys who have been doing it for so many years. Like Johnny Miller, that was a really tough, uh, uh, job and role it wasn't my role because i didn't win a major and that's uh, certainly what nbc wanted and they tried out justin leonard they tried out david duvall and it just wasn't the right fit um that they were looking for and and both are still doing commentary both are still doing television uh and i worked with david at uh, napa and he just did the last couple of weeks but uh it, it's you know now you run into a, a time also where it, it's not so much like tony romo everybody that's that you're looking to do this already made a lot of money Right. Uh, Tony's doing it because he's young and still wants to stay relevant. He's good at it. He found out that he is good at yep. it. They didn't know. I mean, a lot of times, and I've seen this with several guys who, I'm not going to name their names, but uh, they get a shot, mm-hmm. they get a tryout, and they're not good. Yeah. And a lot of the problem is, and this is the strangest thing, is you put the headphones on and you have a producer counting you down to commercials or asking you to you know, keep talking about so-and-so and so-and-so, and, and if you can't communicate with uh, noise in your ear, going to commercial, getting off what you need to say in a you know concise manner, then it's just not for you. I mean, I don't know if it's part of my ADHD. I think that has <laughs> yeah. a lot to do with it. Yeah. But some guys get into it and they're like, and we'll go to dinner, and I'm like, you're not being yourself. I'm like, I, I literally can't talk when someone's talking in my ear. And I'm like, well, this isn't going to work out. Uh-huh. You know, it's well, not going to well, work. That's one hell of a segue. Why don't you take us to a commercial yeah, break? Well, so yeah, I know that our producers, um, well, he's not even nagging at us. He's back there playing Fortnite. <laughs> well, you would have, except a blackout last night. It's a really upsetting. Uh, uh, did you hear about that? I did, yeah. Yeah, there's a black hole going I down. I saw uh, 
D. Shambo posts something about it. So, anyhow, <laughs> <laughs> I wish he got sucked into a black hole. <laughs> All right, come on back here to Golf Underground ESPN Radio. You're listening to Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. You've heard us talk about CBD, and here's your chance to learn more. Tune in to Sports Radio 810 every Sunday from 7 to 8 a.m. or ESPN Kansas City Wednesdays from 3 to 4 p.m. for CBDNU, presented by CBD American Shaman. You'll hear why so many people are switching to all-natural CBD. It's CBDNU, presented by CBD American Shaman, Sundays on Sports Radio 810 from 7 to 8 a.m. and Wednesdays on ESPN Kansas City from 3 to 4 p.m. Do you have retirement dreams of perfecting your swing and spending time on the green? Or maybe you have a bucket list of courses you'd like to play. Whatever your retirement goals, Mariner Wealth Advisors is your advocate. We create wealth plans to help you reach those goals. Whether that involves golfing, traveling the world, or settling down in another state, it's your plan personalized for your goals. Contact Mariner Wealth Advisors today to start navigating your financial future. Visit MarinerWealthAdvisors.com to find a location near you. Mariner Wealth Advisors, otherwise known as MWA, is an SEC registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in the state of Kansas. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. For additional information about MWA, including fees and services, please contact MWA or refer to the disclosures on our website. Please read the disclosure statement carefully before you invest or send money. This advertisement should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities. Hey, Brian Sullivan here, and I've got a tip for you. You've got to head to Unforked. It's an amazing restaurant. What I like about these guys is they promise to buy and support seasonal local ingredients first. And I love the fact that they source from smaller, family, GAP-certified, or organic farms, prime-going regions, artists and producers. All I'm getting at is, if you like fresh stuff, Unforked is the place to be. And like they say it, fork or no fork, you can be sure you're getting the highest quality, socially responsible ingredients possible. And not to mention, it's delicious. So whether you're out south or downtown, stop by Unforked for a delicious and healthy meal. Sheridan's Unforked, honest, clean food. Hi, Mitch Holtis for Vanderbilt. I've known them a long time. They're a great local company. Did you know Vanderbilt is your Wolverine headquarters? Come in and check out the new Ramparts collection. These boots are USA built and feature Wolverine DuraShocks comfort system. DuraShocks come with a 30-day comfort guarantee. The Wolverine Ramparts Collection also features TPU outsoles, Carbon Max safety toes, and they're waterproof. Vanderbilt's, with locations in Lawrence, Topeka, Wamego, and Salina, or at Vanderbilt's.com. Hi, this is Brian Sullivan, co-host of Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City. Hey, when I'm not bringing my fantastic double-digit handicap to the course, my company, Precise Selling, works with companies to create sales champions. Hey, the best golfers get to the top by having a swing process and a game plan from the time they step on the first tee to the time they finish their putt on 18. Now at Precise Selling, we teach salespeople how to prepare for each sales call. We give them a process to steal customers from their biggest competitor, sell more to current customers, and negotiate like a pro. So come see me at PreciseSelling.com to learn how we can help turn your team into a team of top sales performers. Hey, Soren Petro here. Why settle for pre-sliced meats and dry bread when you can get sliced to order? Meats piled high on soft, fresh-baked bread. Founded right here in Lenexa, Kansas, Good Sense has been doing things the right way since they began. Good Sense has been a Kansas City classic for over 30 years. They've mastered the craft of soft bread by preparing and baking their signature bread twice each day. 
They slice all their meats and cheeses by hand to make sure that your sandwich tastes fresh. They don't do these things because they're easy. They do them because it's what tastes best. Good Sense also offers toasted subs, pastas, my daughter's absolute favorite, and even kids' meals too. And their delicious giant cookies make the perfect dessert. Find the Good Sense location closest to you at GoodSense.com. Sandwich lovers in KC have chosen Good Sense for over 30 years. Not because it's easy, but because it's better. No nonsense, just Good Sense. <laughs> is this more Pet, pet Shop Boys? <laughs> who is this? Who do you think it is? This would be the Pet Shop Boys. All right, uh, Mr. Matt Gogol, who is your all-time favorite band? You two. You two. Yeah. Okay. Um, now, if we get a little off the U2 track, something a little bit more maybe new wavy, uh, progressive. New wavy. Um, I mean, do you have an opinion of Well, the, my like, daughter hijacks my Spotify account, so kay. sometimes I'll be listening to uh, Coldplay or whoever, Yeah. and then a rapper will come on, oh, and yeah. I'm like, who is this? And yeah. so, uh, who were we listening to the other night? Young Thug. You know who that is? Yeah, but that's kind of old, Young Thug. I don't know, man. I mean, Drake to me is old. But. Have you become the uncool dad? Oh, yeah, oh, what has happened to I you? Mean, it's just, I'm, I'm, you know, just a dork. You know? you, I mean, you even said it. You said, listen, now I'm part of the new older generation of announcers on TV. You're like You're like that crotchety old golf announcer. Getting there, I guess it pays better to be kind of the, the, <laughs> the seasoned. The, the, right. <laughs> All right, here we are back at the Golf Underground ESPN Radio. We're having a great time with Matt Gogol, one of uh, well, certainly uh, one of Kansas City's most well-known golfers, great friends of Wardo, um, and uh, you can I've see been, him. I've been growing on him. It's taken me about a five-year process to get in somewhat in his inner circle. Really, I'm still just on the outside looking in. You know, I was saying this though. I saw you at, at the Capitol Grill on Friday night. I don't go out very much, but anytime I do. <laughs> I Everywhere. see, see Wardo. Everywhere. I think he goes out every night. Mm-hmm. No. He's, I mean, playing a, he's playing, playing a charity, charity event every day. Yeah, it leads right into the nighttime. What was this? Shuttlecork? You were at what? Shuttlecork. That's the big fundraiser for the museum. I see him there. <laughs> Capital Grill out of wine taste. Turn around. There he is with his girlfriend. Oh, I mean, yeah. I see, he's out every night. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, and he played Tuesday. What was your tournament Tuesday? Um, I feel like I can't even keep track of him. I can't even remember. It was a good one, though. No, and you played with our boy Zach Peterson. Oh yeah, that was the Duran Cherry event. The Duran absolute blast. (laughs) (laughs) We played with Keith Cash, by the way. Keith, if you're listening, absolute ball with you. Uh, You're 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 a Texas guy. We chatted about the Austin, the city of Austin, where I used to live, and you're a great great guy to uh, to uh, hang with and play with. And the football player. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, listen. All right. So, Gogol, you got a chance to go see that Chiefs game yesterday. I did. And your 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 thoughts on uh, Patrick Mahomes and our fledgling um, uh, offensive and defensive lines? Well, I was able to sit in the second half in the CBS booth, and so I had all the data coming up, populating about all the plays, and it's, it's really a neat experience. And Ian Eagle's a buddy of mine, so at halftime, and and then after, you know, I didn't talk to him after the game. He had a scoot, and I scooted. <clears throat> excuse me, but I just it's amazing because it looked like in the first quarter, okay. They did have that great week of practice. Uh, you know, Andy Reid said really good week of practice. You know, they're going to focus on stopping the run. They come out, throw out 17 points. They look like they were stopping the run, and then everything went to hell. Yep. It was amazing. And it's the same recipe. And you knew that the game was going to be competitive because they were like Indianapolis, but better. Yep. Yeah. And so it uh, then the, the same recipe, same game plan played out. They held the ball. We never got the ball. Uh, just – it was it was tough. It was a tough watch, but it's the NFL, and you know all these league. teams are going to play. They're going to come. And they're pros, man. They get paid. There's a I lot know. of pride on the line. I know. You think they could salvage this, there, Wardo? You know, I think we're fine. But again, it's just 
last year was so great, other than the fact we didn't get to the Super Bowl. We were a couple plays away, but again, it's hard. It's the league, right? And they got all the film on us and Mahomes and all the different plays, and then when our defense hasn't been shutting anything down, it's just Patrick has to play well week in and week out, and that's that's hard, especially yeah. when the offensive line's banged up. All right, well, let's get away from that depressing topic, please, and let's get back to something I'm very interested in, and that is the fun side of your job, right? So... Um, once you started, certainly you had to learn things like a producer's talking in your ear, and now you have to keep the cool, and you got to find your moments. Maybe you have to slow down. A, a Google, you got to be more authentic. You got to be more prepared. You got right. You got everybody chirping mm. at you, telling you what you're supposed to be. How did you kind of figure this out? Get into a a comfortable zone where now you're just being you, and what's coming out of your mouth is pretty damn good. Well, I think you hit at the very last point. There is you have to be you, and and. I mean, even Ian Eagle told me this a long time ago. We shared the same birthday. And so he's, I've watched his career rise through the ranks. I mean, he was an NBA guy with the Knicks. And I'm sorry, I think the Nets originally. Uh, you know, he went to the superpower Syracuse yep. Broadcast Communications School. His son did as well. Just got the Clippers job right out of college. Nice. Yep. So it's, um, but he, you know, he said, be you. You know, you can't go and try to be somebody that you're not. And, and if they like you, you'll get moved up. And if you don't, You'll know. So luckily, I've been, I've been moved up. I, my responsibilities have changed. I don't do analyst role too much. I, I am for the Shark Shootout coming up in December, but uh, I did it for John Deere this summer. But my real primary role is to be uh, a whole announcer. So my responsibilities generally are holes 17, 14, 11, 8, 5, and 2. So that's really all I have to remember, 17, 14, 11, 8, 5, and 2. And when the producer says we're going to 14, i got to be awake and alert and Basically, just talk about what I know, which is the easy part, is, is how to play the game. And, uh, you know, I don't play it nearly what I used to. I don't play as much as I used to. But I, I enjoy watching the new breed come out each year. Uh, there, are, there are so many stories, as you mentioned, Scott Harrington coming through. It took him, what, 13 years or so to get mm -hmm. his tour card. Finally got through. His wife was sick a year and a half ago. And just great stories like seeing perseverance pay off. Chris Thompson. Right. guy, You know, he finally got a PGA Tour card at 42 years old. So there's great stories like that. And, of course, then there's the young guys. And, and the young guys are so impressive. I mean, we had this kid two weeks in a row, 17-year-old, um, Batia, Akish Batia. I think his first name's Akish. But oh, the lefty, yeah. Lefty, little skinny 17-year-old trying to play. And he's a pro. And he's trying to make it. And he's going to have to go through the development tour to get back on the – to get up to the PGA Tour. But there are so many good stories. There's so many good players, uh, you know, out there right now. No one knows it, but there's the next, you know, Brooks Kepka, Roy McIlroy right. getting ready to blossom, Ricky Fowler, Gary Woodland took him a little while. It was a little bit of a late bloomer, so to speak, but a great story. Now we've got the U.S. Open Trophy. It's uh, owned by a KU golfer, which is exciting because I've been helping the KU golf team out quite a bit over the last few years, and they've really got a nice practice facility to operate out of up in Lawrence. And uh, my brother and I did a lot to kind of make that happen, and, and it's nice to see them play well. They just had a big 12-match uh, play tournament down in Houston. I think they finished second. Yeah. Um, so it's good to see the, those guys develop, and they got a freshman on the team that is really one heck of a player. Hey, what's it like – um, behind the scenes. Um, you mentioned on tour, you met a lot of really cool folks, lifelong friends. Um, is there a big part of the game that we don't see that is not announced? I mean, is because, you know, any company or any league has, they want to brand themselves a certain way and then there's sort of a reality. 
Does what we see really is the way it is, or there's some sort of nuances that things we would never know about uh, the PGA Tour? I think that's so. I think that's a great question, and I think what you see on TV represents about ten percent of what's reality. <laughs> really? Yeah. It it it's, it it shows the glamour. It shows the guy who's winning that week or playing well. It shows the trophy. Shows the million dollars and all the things that come with it that they win each week. But you don't see the night. You know, the ninety percent is all the downtime. I mean, a lot of times, especially as you get more into the middle of your career, you might have a family. You're either not or they are traveling with you, and that that. It's a whole different dynamic when they're on the road and not on the road. And I remember working with Peter Jacobson. And Jake's been a great announcer and a golfer for 40 years. And he made the, he made the comment, and it's so true. He says the easiest thing to do in professional golf is go to from 1 to 18. That's, that's, what you, that's the easy part. That's you, all the practicing and all the workouts and everything else that go into performing. And, th- and that is the easy part. He's the hardest thing to do in golf is to go from the 18th hole to the first tee the next day because hmm. you have all that downtime. You might play in the morning wave on Thursday. You're done at really after you've eaten lunch and you finished uh, some practice. You might be done at 2, and you don't tee off the next day until 2. So you've got 24 hours to kill, uh, and th- that, that's a lot of you know things going on. So you need to be really prepared and organized. But what you really see is, I would say, 10%. Uh, of what really goes on in a player's life and all the time that uh, they spend trying to be better. Yeah. Now, you'd mentioned earlier that the generations are, the way they were, are different than the the way they are now, right? The lifestyles were different. The private jets weren't maybe prevalent back in, even before your day, right? Um, And we talk about big hitters, and now it's more an athletic body. Everything's different. Uh, do you think the camaraderie exists today amongst the younger generation that might have existed, heck, maybe back in the 80s or even earlier in your day? And I guess as I think of a comparison, I think you know, if you thought of some of those Ryder Cups that we didn't win, I think knuckleheads like me would say, you know why? Look at those Euros. They all hang out together. They're drinking pints together. They're having <laughs> a blast together. And they're kicking. We're a bunch of prima donnas over here in the States. Am I wrong about a newer generation versus old, or maybe even the Euros versus the United States? Because you get to see it. Well, what you see on the Euros uh, is that, you know, they grew up playing against each other internationally, okay? So it's it's nothing for, even though the kid might be from France and Roy's from Northern Ireland, you're still competing against each other and you travel all these different countries. And, and it's, it's something that you get out of your comfort zone. And the reason why they also love to come play in the United States is it's so damn easy. I mean, it is so easy <laughs> to live in Jupiter, Florida and fly <laughs> net jets to, you know, a dozen or so events each year. And uh, it, it's, it's, I, it's not that the American side doesn't want to win. I mean, they're, they are all in, I mean, they're passionate about it and it hurts. Um, uh, but it's just something it doesn't seem to click like it does with the European Tour. And, it, and to me, it seems like a lot of it's putting. It seems like the European Tour guys are just a little more loose and make more pots. And drive it straighter. That helps. <laughs> <laughs> no, but one thing I see, like when we were at the World Match Play, and I see this at all the events I, I go to, is each player has a team, right? You know, Hideki will walk onto the range. There's five to seven people walking behind him that are part of his squad, right? Yeah. So I think everybody kind of lives in their own silo, much more pro- A, because of the dough, and B, because now you got the mental side, you got the nutritional side, you got the, you know, the physio side. And so there's just so, the teams are so big, so I feel like a lot of guys will just hang out, you know, with their team or more in their in their silo. Sure, on the mini tours, when you're traveling together and knocking it around, you're going to share a room with Australian James Nitties or whatever, right. but 
You know, I, I see that, you know, there's definitely friends out there, but on both sides, the Euros and Americans, they're, you know, it's a business. Well, Woodland's team consists of his mom and dad. They're all way behind the scenes, though. <laughs> mom and dad are right out there with the <laughs> exactly with the popcorn and the, he's got the oh Gary's playing. He's on the third hole, Mrs. Woodland. <laughs> I hope he does good on this one. She was funny. Jeez. I'm walking around with her at the Dell, you know, and like a like a fan. You know, I was kind of happy when the guy he was playing against missed the putt, and she looked at me. She said, "You can't root against that other guy." <laughs> <laughs> I, said, well, I, I said, "I'm sorry, Mrs. Woodland." <laughs> <laughs> So good. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we do this? Let's take a commercial break. We come back. Um, let's talk a little bit more about, um, I love this conversation of, of the, you know, behind the scenes, behind the rope. Um, I want to know, after the break, who you think are some really good, good guys. We all know the great golfers, but who are the guys who we don't know about? when we turn on NBC on Sunday. And maybe the guys who you think are the next generation coming up. So come on back, Wardo Sully on the Golf Underground ESPN Radio. This is Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. Cowell Insurance Services is your leading program administrator for workers' compensation. They're dedicated to meeting the unique challenges of the insurance industry and assisting employers in reducing their costs. CIS has provided insurance, claim, and loss control services to various industries, including trucking, construction, retail convenience stores, and healthcare, as well as public entities for over 30 years. They work with both retail agents and industry clients, or a combination of the two. If you're tired of fighting the rising costs of premiums and claims, give Cowell Insurance Services a call. Their dedicated staff is ready to find you the best insurance option at the most competitive price. They can help to define or enhance your safety program in order to move you in the right direction in reducing your claim and premium costs. Contact Cowell Insurance Services today, 816-214-4070. The best fans need the best way to get safely to and from the game. Kansas City Transportation Group has a designated lane at Arrowhead for easy in and out service. And whether you have six or 30 fans headed to your tailgate, Kansas City Transportation Group has the perfect vehicle for you, including many coaches, luxury vehicles, vans, SUVs, and more. Tailgate safely and in style with Kansas City Transportation Group. Call 816-471-1234 or kctg.com. Hey, Wardo, I'm so sick of my handicap rising, and every year I feel like I'm losing yardage. Do you have a solution for me? Of course I do. SwingFit is a goal-focused platform that is fitness-based, centered around getting your golf game better. SwingFit will help you become more biomechanically sound in the gym and on the golf course. From the golf perspective, what you're going to see is a series of movement patterns and drills in order to get you better and help you achieve your goals. You will be introduced to some exercise centered around increasing golf strength and club head speed. The team at SwingFit is TPI certified, which is the gold standard for those tour players you watch on Sundays. If you want to take the next steps to hitting the ball like them, Call 913-269-1300 for more information or go to thegolfstable.com. Are you ready to focus more on your golf game this year instead of enduring the process of building a brand new home? Look no further than BCI Bowen Custom Homes. They will help you determine the best opportunity for you and your family given your current situation. Do I do a remodel? Do I build the dream house I've always wanted? Your next home might be waiting for you from the many specs and furnished models they have available in Southern Johnson County. Whether you're located in Shawnee or Leewood, Mike McCown and his award-winning team are interested in helping you determine what may be best for you and your family. Again, if you're looking to spend more time on the links and eliminate the stressors of the building remodel process, call BCI Bowen 
at 913-444-2369 or on the web at bcibowen.com. Riley here from the newest Lady Jane's Haircuts for Men and Independence on 39th Street, just west of 291, next to Walmart. Whether it's a job interview or a first date, Lady Jane's and Independence will make sure you look great for whatever is on your plate. Get a precision haircut, hot leather neck shave, and hot towel treatment for just 14 bucks. Lady Jane's and Independence on 39th Street, just west of 291, next to Walmart, where we believe success favors the well-groomed. Lady Jane's and Independence, it's wicked awesome. Hey, what's up, Golf Underground Nation? This is Brian Sullivan, co-host of the Golf Underground with the Greenside Cigar Company, here to tell you about the hot new cigars that are about taking over the golf industry. And yeah, I'm talking about the patented Birdie Stogies. You guys have been seeing for sale all over the local golf courses. These cigars come highly rated and are the ultra-premium alternative to that dried-up old stick you've been using to celebrate your made birdie putts. Designed to be carried in every golf bag and saved as a reward for celebratory achievement, our cigars are bringing golfers added relaxation, fun, and perhaps maybe even a little luck. From mild to medium, smooth to sweet, we have a cigar suitable for every taste palette and golfers at all skill levels. So no matter your celebratory occasion, enjoying a victory stogie at the clubhouse after a low round, immediately after a made birdie putter, hey, even to help you relax and simply celebrate being out in the golf course, make sure you never approach the first tee again without one of our beautiful cigars in your golf bag. So learn more and order online at greensidecigars.com or just Google the birdie stogie because after all, there can only be one. This is Matt Toronto with Aestheticare Med Spa, the number one med spa in the entire Midwest, and I am very excited to introduce our newest treatment, the Emcella. As men age, we have to go to the bathroom more frequently, getting up at night, stopping on road trips, and even missing plays at the game. Emcella is FDA cleared for incontinence in men and women. On top of that, it will dramatically improve your sex life with longer and stronger orgasms. For a free consultation, contact Aestheticare at 913-338-5476 or visit us on the web at greatskinkc.com. I love it. I, I don't know if he's kind of poking it at me now with these. <laughs> Turn it up a little, then. Turn it up. Gogol. Yeah. Do you have an opinion on the Pet Shop Boys? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was in my uh, generation growing up, but uh, that yeah. was MTV days, wasn't it? It was still MTV days, yeah. Nathan, yeah. are we are we starting to make you like golf or at least like us? You know, we've we've You're, been. You together. guys are fine. We're fine. Yeah. Fine. We're he, not good. No, no, but... he, he, he always says fine. <laughs> My wife says fine. When I said, "Hey, are you doing okay?" I'm fine, and I know it's not fine. Fine doesn't mean fine. <laughs> All right, let's right? get going. It means uh, yeah. I, I'll deal with it for crying out loud. <laughs> we're gonna get you on a putt putt. And just destroy I'll do any golf. All right, we're going to take you there. All right, welcome back. Golf Underground ESPN Radio. We're with Matt Gogol, my boy Wardo, back in studio. We're having a great time. And we're getting some insight on the PGA Tour from somebody who um, had success on the PGA Tour. Was there for, what, seven years, Matt, right? On the PGA Tour. On the PGA right. Tour, yep. seven years. You dominated the, uh, uh, on what was then the, uh, the Nike Tour. And um, I think the really cool deal is after golf, Getting the opportunity to live the life you're living. Now, now I know early on you talked about you. You got a, you got kids, right? And and no one really likes to be away from the kids when they're when they're traveling. But they're getting a little older now, and so you're out periodically. You're not out all the time, yeah. but you're get, you're having some fun doing this. I well, mean, you, it's got to be a blast. They've been great to me. Uh, Golf Channel's been great to me. Uh, you know, we we cover forty 
seven weeks of just the PGA Tour alone. Then we have our teams that cover the LPGA Tour. We have our teams that cover the Champions Tour. We have our teams that cover the Corn Ferry Tour. So we're, we're covering a lot of golf. I mean, they'll be in the peak of the season, kind of uh, June through August. We'll start out in the morning with the European Tour on our waves. Then we'll go, depending on if we're on the East Coast, we'll come to the PGA Tour. Then we'll go to the Champions Tour. Then we'll air the LPGA Tour at night. And sometimes we'll even rerun our show again in the evening so we're showing a lot of golf so there's a lot to go around we got a great group of guys that, and ladies that are on our announced teams and, and and luckily i've been able to pick quite a few of my own events so i can kind of figure out where you know i, I don't want to be traveling three four weeks in a row and uh but i, I get to kind of pick a few that uh line up with you know with where i like to go right? all right so who are some of the cool guys on our announce team or the golfers? Let's the, start with t- golfers. The, uh, the cool guys. Uh, of course, Ricky Fowler is what you see is what you get. He is a tremendous guy. He does anything and everything we ask for, from him from uh, from a broadcast standpoint. You know, So he's probably the most interviewed guy because he agrees to do it all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and, and again, these guys are all you know, unique businesses. They're all independent contractors. They're all self-proprietors. So they yep. really have to promote their brand, their their image. And Ricky probably does as better as as well, or not, if not better than anybody else out there. Uh, Tony Finau is a tremendous mm, guy. Just yeah, a he's warm likeable. soul. Yeah. And uh, everybody probably remembers him more than anything. He's twisting his ankle at the Masters <laughs> Part 3 contest. That's what made everyone love him. I he remember is, him from the big break. I actually played Q yeah. school with that guy twice in uh, Northern California in... He's just gotten so much better. He was no. good then, but yeah. I mean, how he old was, is he now? If you were doing that, he was nineteen when I was playing with him. I say he's maybe twenty. Yeah, twenty-eight, twenty-nine years old now. Yeah, yeah. but he's he just might a have warm, been seventeen. Warm person, warm soul. In fact, uh, we're trying to do this, and it's 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 somewhat catching on. But it's uh, called walk and talks during the live yeah. telecast, and you'll you'll see. You know, the, they grab the coach at halftime. Coach, you're up by two. Yeah, but, right. Well, they all do it. You can tell that some of the coaches don't want to do yep. it. But, uh, you know, they'll interview the NASCAR guy just before he starts going 220 miles an hour. Or the playoff baseball. Right. They'll be talking to the guy during the game in the the dugout. Or on Champions Tour. Yeah, they've been doing it on the Champions Tour. So they've been trying to do this on the PGA Tour. and So they uh, put me out there in San Diego, took me out of the tower and said, we're going to put you on the ground, see if you can get being an ex-player and not so far removed from these guys that they'll do an interview. I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. While golfing. While golfing. Okay. (laughs) And I said, what group do you want me to go with? And they said, Tiger, Finau, and Xander Shoffley. I'm like, okay, I know one guy's not going to do right. it. That leaves two. Yep. And one's not Tiger. <laughs> uh, anyway, I got Finau to do a walk and talk. And, and uh, yeah, I, I kind of sussed him up after a whole, I think it was the entire 10th hole we are walking down. I said, the tour wants us to start doing these walk and talks. Are you familiar with it? He goes, yeah. I said, we're not stopping you. I'm just going to ask you a softball question. We keep walking. He said, sure, I'll do it. So we go to the twelfth hole, excuse me, the eleventh hole at uh, Torrey Pines South, and it's a brutal par three. And he, he's agreed to do it. I'm like, just hit a good oh, shot. Oh, I know. And of course, you know, it's San Diego, so there's two thousand people following this group alone because Tiger's in it. Finau gets up and hooks it left, hits a car path, and goes up onto the twelfth tee. And I'm going, oh shit, he's not. <laughs> he's not going to be in the. He's not going to be able to to uh, do this interview. And so I'm like, you good? He goes, yeah, I'm good. So. We're going down. I just said, well, it's beautiful weather. What do you like about coming to San Diego, et cetera? And he, and he just nailed it, right? He goes up to this impossible shot. I mean, absolutely impossible shot. He'd have to land it in the rough, and, and it, it just wasn't. He was going to make a bow gear double. It pulls it off, hits it to about four inches. And I said, you know, that's karma right there. That is yeah, karma. He, see? He, you know, he, 
he doesn't uh he's not too big for himself that's pretty good <laughs> all right so you have a tony jacklin story we'd love to hear this all right well so i'm over playing the british open it's my first time it's 2001 the year duvall won and we at royal lytham the first hole's a par three and there's no spectators back behind the tee. It's just a huge grandstand at the green because it sits back by the kind of the caddy shop. So it's just the golfers and the announcers and the caddies. So I'm with Tony Jacklin. I'm with Jeff Maggard. And we hit the shots up on the par three first hole. And the whole grandstand gets up and is cheering. Tony, Tony, Tony. You know, he's, I know he's from you know Great Britain, right? By uh, his teeth? Right. <laughs> I'm not going there. <laughs> but... <laughs> But the crowd's going, and, and one of our referees in our group is a friend of mine. He's a USGA guy named Paul Caruso. And so we get to the second hole, and the same thing. Grandstand all stands up, and they're cheering Tony. And I'm looking over, I'm going, Jesus, you know, this guy's he's older. I mean, I thought he was like 60-something. And we get to the third hole, and the same damn thing happens. The whole stand gets up. They cheer him. They applaud him. They wave. He's waving to everybody, takes his hat off. And I said, you're kind of special around here. Did you win this thing or something? <laughs> course i didn't read the papers or anything it's his last british open he won at lytham in 1969 it's the last time he could ever play because you age out and he says well matt yes you know i won here in 1969 i go no kidding i wasn't even born then <laughs> and i'm going oh my and i walk inside i'm going you are such an american you ugly american and he couldn't have been nicer we, we had a great uh, a great two days can i add on to that story Please? yes time? go so uh, my wife's pregnant, and she was supposed to fly over with my best buddy. He was going to bring her over on a Wednesday or so. And she had a uh, baby shower and got food poisoning, so she couldn't come. So my buddy did end up coming, and uh, I mentioned I was with Jeff Maggard in that group. And we go out in the afternoon wave that day, and I think five unders lead in the tournament, and Maggard's hitting driver on every hole. I mean, it's, it, it's a golf course going out. You're really hitting just irons to stay in play, and Maggard's driving it all the way up by the green, chipping up, making birdies. And, First time I ever seen this happen. Back then, it was back to back par fives. Five and six were par fives, or maybe six and seven. I think it was six and seven. He goes birdie, birdie. He eagles six. He double eagles seven. Never, I've never seen a double eagle. No. Wow. And so he's leading the tournament. He's at six under par through seven holes or something. And I'm going, oh my God, this is, this is remarkable. I got Tony Jacklin who's playing his last open championship i got the tournament leader i got to get going here you say tony jacklin now like you know his no, name i mean you really kind of just <laughs> jumped right oh tony tony yeah. jack well, I oh see him, I, see him, yeah, I see him once a year and <laughs> i remind him I, I was that guy uh but but magnus kicking ass and we get all of a sudden towards the very end he makes a couple double bogeys in a triple and he ends up shooting like 71 i think i shot 71 as well and so over in the, U, the British Open over in the UK, there's betting on everything, right? Oh, yeah. So there's a William Hill here, and there's you know another Ladbrokes there on every little corner in every little village. So my buddy at dinner goes, hey, do you think you can beat Maggart? I'm going, why am I worried about Maggart? I'm trying to you know make the cut and contend here. He goes, oh, I'm just curious. <laughs> so the next night at dinner, he's got this big grin on his face. I said, what's going on? He said, well, yesterday when I asked you if you could beat Maggart, you both shot 71, but he hit driver on every hole. I said, yeah. And he says, well, I went over to William Hill and put 5,000 quid on you to beat him straight up. He shot 78, missed the cut. I shot 70, made the cut by a mile. And I thought, well, that was a pretty good That's deal. Nice. And my buddy made five grand. Ah, <laughs> well, inside knowledge Well, you there. know what? See, he did his homework he before going out homework. there, that rat. All right, listen, That's we're right. going to take a short course break. We'll come back. Um, let's close it up with a bang. We do have uh, one, uh, the two uh, greatest um, golfers in Kansas City you history. You think he's going to hit him with a rapid fire question? Well, it's going to have to be very rapid because we talk so much in this segment. But it's okay because we're on a golf on the ground at ESPN Radio. 
You're listening to Golf Underground on ESPN Kansas City, 94.5 FM. New golf clubs, a big screen TV to watch the U.S. Open, or maybe even a new golf cart that I've got my eye on. No matter how you choose to spend the savings, if you're looking to put a dent in your monthly heating and cooling bills, the answer may be right over your head. If your attic isn't insulated properly, you're missing out on a prime opportunity to cut costs. Call the certified energy experts at Star Companies, Inc., 816-353-2160 for a free estimate to learn how they can help you save money. Oh, heck, I'll buy the clubs, put them in my new golf cart, watch the U.S. Open on my big screen after I play a round of golf. Better give Star Companies, Inc. a call today to start saving big. That's Star Companies, Inc., 816-353-2160 or visit StarCompaniesKC.com. What if roofs could talk? Dude! Dude! Hey, did you see all the workers up here the other day? Yeah, I was going to ask if it hurt when you scraped all that tar off. Not as much as I thought it would, and the end result was so worth it. That TPO material looks great, but it's blinding me. Is it cooler? You have no idea. Man, I gotta have a talk with our facilities guy. This metal is brutal in the summer. Am I going to have to listen to you complain when you're hot? Visit Precision Roofing at RoofingKC.com or call 816-254-7100. Dismal River Club is a five-star private golf and hunting club located in the Sandhills of western Nebraska. 36 holes of championship golf including a Tom Doak design and a Jack Nicklaus design. A private runway, luxury cabins, and incredible meals prepared by their executive chef make Dismal River Club one of the nation's most unique and sought-after golf and outdoor experiences. There is truly something for everyone. Visit DismalRiver.com to get more information about the new spa activities, family activities, membership opportunities, and corporate retreat packages. Hi, this is Toby Tobin along with Jason Goodenkoff from Lewisburg, Florida and Lewisburg, Kansas. Hi, Jason. Hello, Toby. Congratulations. What's that, Toby? 40 years. Hey, it's our 40th birthday at Lewisburg, Ford. How about that? Yeah. We've been in business for 40 years. And you started out right in the very beginning. Absolutely, Toby. Since 1979. The Toby no-hassle pricing. That's the way we've been selling cars. What is that? $50 over invoices with the no-hassle Toby Tobin prices. You never pay more than $50 over invoice at Lewisburg, Ford. And a lot of times it's significantly less if we've got incentives that we can push through to the consumer to save even more money. We have been saving Kansas City thousands and thousands of dollars for 40 years now. It's amazing. And that's why the no games, no gimmicks, it is, I guarantee you, the best buying experience you will ever have. It doesn't get more transparent or easier to buy or cheaper than at Lewisburg Ford. What's going on on F-150? Hey, our discounts are bigger on the F-150 now than we charged for them in 1979. We've got discounts of up to $15,000 off a brand new 2019 F-150. What's your toll-free number? 816-444-2300. Or LewisburgFord.com. Let Hereford House take the stress off your plate when planning your holiday gathering. Host your holiday event at Hereford House and enjoy the casual elegance of their private dining rooms or have it catered by the location of your choosing. Select from their extensive catering menu or have their chef create a customized menu for your event. They're booking fast, so contact them and make your holiday reservations today. Conveniently located in Leewood, Independence, Shawnee, and Zona Rosa. Hereford House, Kansas City's favorite steakhouse. You wouldn't select a driver when you're putting on a green, just like you wouldn't choose a putter to get out of a sand trap. When choosing a club, you want to make sure you have the right tool for the job. And the same goes when selecting a wealth advisor. At Mariner Wealth Advisors, we believe in putting the client first. This isn't just our motto. It's our way of doing business and our fiduciary standard. Navigating your unique journey takes a partner who is as committed to reaching your financial destination as you are. Visit MarinerWealthAdvisors.com to find a location and an advisor near you and let us help you navigate your financial future. 
Mariner Wealth Advisors, otherwise known as MWA, is an SEC-registered investment advisor with its principal place of business in the state of Kansas. Registration of an investment advisor does not imply a certain level of skill or training. For additional information about MWA, including fees and services, please contact MWA or refer to the disclosures on our website. Please read the disclosure statement carefully before you invest or send money. This advertisement should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell securities. <laughs> now he's just, he really is, he's doing it on purpose. You know what, then turn it up. I'll just dance to it, baby. <laughs> you don't have any RuPaul, do you? Shantae? I have no idea. How about um, my, my favorite movie theme song? It's from The Crying Game, Boy George. I've not seen it. That's a little sentimental. All right, let's go. Let's get going on the rapid fire. You want a rapid fire? Welcome yep. back to Golf Underground ESPN Radio with Matt Gogol and my boy Warda. Warda, you've got some rapid fire questions uh, here in the studio, Mr. Matt Gogol. Um, this is a chance where we try to break you down and say things on air that you probably shouldn't say um, with your speedy questions. All right, here Do we go. Some? Sheridan's unforked, eating good and feeling good. Rapid fire by Wardo. Matt, <laughs> best putter you've ever seen on tour, other than yourself. Faxon. Faxon. Yeah. Best ball striker. Tiger. Most fun player to watch in the broadcast booth. Fun guy for us in the booth? Oh, boy. Well, obviously our ratings go skyrocketing when Tiger shows up. Okay. Best player you would go, or player you want to go have a pint with, ASAP. Ernie. Ernie. I love it. Let's get, can we get Ernie on this show? It wouldn't be one pint. It would be several pints. It would not be one. He likes the pints? Sure. I love it. Yeah, see? All right. Best instructor out there walking on a week's basis right now? I think Butch. Butch Harmon. He just, he's, he's coached so many different variety of players that have gotten to number one in the world. So he's not just cookie cutter. If you had to do one, if you had to do one thing over in your career, what would you have done different? Win more. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, now this is where you can ask him the same question. <laughs> I'll give you the answer. What? Own my own golf swing more. I was too reliant on instructor. I worked with Chuck Cook, and I didn't own it enough. I understand my body and and all that better now than ever. And um, and yeah. All right, let's talk picks now that the uh, rapid fire is over. Who's your Who's your four captains picks for the Presidents Come Cup here come December? So I think Tiger has to pick November 4th, I believe. I would definitely Gary Woodland, not just because he's a KU guy. He's the reigning U.S. Open champion. Can bomb it, obviously. So he's got to be in there. Tony Finau's got to be in there. He's just such a good person. Hits the ball forever. Patrick Reed's a killer instinct. You know, he's maybe not the most likable guy or maybe doesn't have the most friends on the tour. But at this deal, you know, it's three days. You put your ego to the side and, and, and so he would be a what about player. Ricky and then I'd say Ricky because he's such a good putter okay so that leaves Kisner and uh, Chez on the outside looking in unfortunately yep Somebody a lot of good players miss. hey but what about Reed wouldn't that kind of screw up the dynamic a little he's bit he's been our best performer the last two yeah, international competitions he does turn it up so. yeah it is true alright hey Mr. Matt Gogol, um thank you for gracing us Great here show. in the Golf Underground I can't you, tell right? if he liked it or not 
Well, and you're finishing out with a little bittersweet symphony. I like this. Yeah, this I'll is, see. He's got that. That's our He's intro also. That. All right, you come back and join us. on the. T- you're going to go out. You're going to do your famous stuff, and then you can hang out with the regulars. Uh, Love to. Uh, okay. Let's, right. get, let's get them to sign up for a live pod. Hey, listen, uh, Castle's now doing some of this stuff. Maybe uh, uh, Gogo could sit down with him. Although <laughs> Matt's like, oh, 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 oh. he just laughs the whole time. All right, listen, you've been on Golf Underground. See you next week. ESPN Radio.